Good morning, beautiful people. I'm about to go for my morning walk, but I want to share something that God kind of downloaded to me. So if you're a multi-passionate creative or just a creative in general, maybe you have a notebook or a note in your phone or voice memos, something, somewhere where you've written down all these ideas, all these inspired thoughts that you have, all of these uh, dreams and visions that maybe God has given to you and you feel like you don't know where to get started. You feel like, dang, I have so much I want to do and yet I don't have any time. I don't have the energy. <laughs> I don't have the resources available to get the thing done. I just want to offer this to you because I was praying and I was asking God basically the same thing. Like, how am I supposed to get all this stuff done? You got all these like all these inspired things for me to do and I don't have the time. I don't have the resources, the energy, right? And God got me together. So I'm just sharing with you what God gave me. And I hope that this, if it applies, let me know. Um, let's talk. So I was praying and I was asking God to give me the energy to carry out the visions and the dreams that God has given me. And I came kind of in an accusing way, like, you know what, God, like I'm only human. I don't have all this energy. I don't have all this time, but I have all these ideas that I really want. I have the will to do, but I just don't have the energy or the resources to do it. And God told me in a very simple sentence, the energy you're looking for is in the inspiration. The energy is in the inspiration. And so that blew my mind. Let me, let me tell you what that meant to me. When we are inspired, we have energy. We, you know what it feels like when you're inspired. You're like, oh my God, you feel so taken with something, so enamored with something, right? You're like, you know, going, you know, down a rabbit hole, researching all the stuff. That's energy. That's energy God has given you. That inspiration comes with that energy. And what do we do with that energy? Sometimes we write it down on a piece of paper and say, one day, one day I'll get to it. And we tuck it away. We write it down. We put it in a voice memo. We put it in our phones to come back to later. And then we never come back to it. And then what happens? It becomes a laundry list of things that we've never accomplished. We've never tried. And so therefore it starts to feel burdensome. You start to feel shame around it. You start to feel heaviness, right? When God gave us that idea, it was light. It was airy. It was happy. But when we did not execute on the thing, it becomes a burden, right? And so on one hand, it's like, yes, write it down right? So that you don't forget it, but come back to it or do a small step right when you have inspiration. Why do we wait? Why do we wait when inspiration comes and an idea comes and we say, that would be amazing. One day I'll get to it. When I, when I, when I can be more responsible, like I'm gonna do the more responsible thing, right? Which is usually putting that dream away. But what if the most responsible thing you can do is take imperfect action, Take imperfect, inspired action on the inspiration that God has given you. I think God is very simple. I, I'm starting to believe that God is very simple. We just complicate everything. Humans complicate everything. What is simple is when I am inspired, I have energy to do something, right? But then I complicate it or I make it seem like I have to do like the biggest and baddest thing. Like it has to be the most you know, polished, perfect looking thing. And now putting all of these restraints and all of these expectations on this thing that God did not put on it. It was me. <laughs> the call's coming from inside the house. The reason why I feel like I can't do the thing, the idea, is because I'm making it too difficult for myself. I am putting limitations on myself and saying, this perfect vision and idea, like this is the inspiration. Now let me make it super intense, super dramatic, super complicated. So now I feel like 
you know, if I do do the thing, I could be like, yeah, you know, I did this hard thing, but you doing, you making it difficult and hard is getting in the way of you doing anything at all. It's getting in the way of you taking imperfect action. What I find is that when I take imperfect action, God blesses what I do. Something small, right? Right. I'm talking into my phone right now, trying to convey this idea. Lord willing, somebody will hear this and be inspired themselves. That's why I'm sharing it because I know that if God gave it to me, I can give it to y'all, right? So, and I know that I'm not the only one who feels this way, but it was a revelation for me that the reason why I am not executing on ideas that I have is because of myself. It is not because of God. And then I get mad and blame God and say, yo, God, you gave me all these ideas, but I haven't done anything. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. And God is like, no, let me hold a mirror to you and show you how much of a perfectionist you are and how your perfectionism gets in the way of you actually creating stuff. And that don't feel good. It doesn't feel good to know that you're the reason why. You're your own reason why. You're your own. You become your own hurdle. Your perfectionism, your fear, right? Your anxiety, your thoughts about what will people think? Like it has to be consumed a certain way. Like our haughtiness and arrogance to make something so complicated, to be able to elevate ourselves gets in the way of us creating. When you have that inspired idea, take action in that moment. Do something small with what you have. And the thought is that always comes up is, well, I don't have everything I I need to have to do the thing. That's not true. If the idea was given to you, you have something inside of you right now that you can use to take inspired and imperfect action because it doesn't need to be perfect to be impactful. Your things do not have to be perfect or polished. And every also this, everybody don't have to like it or get it for it to be impactful for it to hit the people it's supposed to hit, for it to do the work that it's supposed to do. Sometimes what obedience looks like is not what we think it should look like, right? Like sometimes obedience is doing the thing and it seems like people hate it or whatever. And eventually, like a seed is planted and eventually it will bloom and we won't even see it. But we're so worried about what we can see, what we can access, what we can understand that we won't take inspired action. I'm entrusting my life my dreams, my art, my creativity, and the God who created me, right? And so that means that God has the blueprints. God has the map. And I can only see as far as my eyes can see, and I wear glasses, right? Like I have imperfect vision. God has perfect vision. And if God is giving me the idea, God is telling me that I am equipped beyond what I think, beyond what I can understand. I am equipped to do what God is asking me to do. The beautiful thing is I don't need my own approval, I don't need my own check mark of approval to say that I can do the thing because the re- the way that I judge things be imperfect anyway. It don't even be good. Like I judge myself like, oh, this this one person out of 100 people didn't like it. Maybe it was bad. No, like we're we're beautiful beings, yes. But we be in our own way. What does it look like to take inspired action with what you have right now? I promise you what you have is enough. I've used this example before and I'm gonna say it again. Just, you know, for example, so that I can actually like, what does this look like, right? So if I want to open a restaurant, I could look at my situation and say, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no business. I don't have all the things needed to start a restaurant, right? But what do I have access to now that I can start moving towards opening my restaurant? excuse me, what do I have access to? I got a kitchen. 
I got recipes on Pinterest. I have um, my own taste buds, the taste buds of other people, right? So maybe I don't have what I want to start a kitchen, to start, I don't have the kitchen I need, but I have my home kitchen. I have friends and family I can cook for, right? That I can get feedback from. Because maybe the idea, maybe the inspiration of opening a restaurant isn't even a thing, but we won't know that until we get to the place, right? Maybe the idea of opening a restaurant is just enough to get us started. So we start cooking meals for other people. Then we start learning about how to pair food together so that it heals the body, right? And you're being taken on this journey that you never even knew that you wanted to be taken on, but you're loving it. You have everything you need to get started today. And maybe, yes, maybe eventually you do open the restaurant, right? But it started with one step. It started with taking imperfect action on what you have right now. You don't need to look into the laws right now. You don't. You need to cook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for myself, I want to make an album. Okay, girl, sing. You don't have to be in a studio. You don't, like, just sing a song and share it. Like, we overcomplicate everything. Humans and our ego, we like to overcomplicate stuff because we love being able to say, I did this hard thing because it feels good to stroke our egos to say that I did something hard. But... Sometimes us choosing to do the hard thing, doing it the hard way, which is why I say like, what's wrong with doing it the easy way? If it's easy and it gets done, that is more effective than you making it hard and never seeing the light of day. You're in your own way. We be in our own way. It's not God. It's not our resources. It's us. It's our ego. We feel like what we have to offer is not good enough right now. And I'm here to tell you it is. What you have access to, the resources you have, what you know what you've experienced, who you know, where you are, is enough. It is enough to get started right now. But we tell ourselves untruths. We lie to ourselves. We give ourselves an out. We, we overcomplicate stuff. Our perfectionism gets in the way, right? Our ego gets in the way. Because no, it can't be easy. It can't be that easy. Why couldn't it be? Why can't it be? Why can't it be? God is easy. God is light. God says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It is us who makes it hard and heavy. It's us who makes it difficult. Humans make everything so difficult. It could all be so simple. When you go out in nature, everything is simple. It's complicated. It's beautiful. It works together and it's simple. We complicate everything with our own logic, our own understanding, and our own wisdom, which really is not even wisdom for real. Our own wisdom be our trauma. Our own wisdom is our ego, is our arrogance, is our insecurities, are our insecurities. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's our wisdom. But God's wisdom is above all of that. God can see the picture clearly, the whole thing, and even how our lives fit and in, 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 in mesh with other people's. We can't even see that. We don't know who we're going to meet tomorrow. God does. And so if I can trust God, the God that's holding the universe together, without <laughs> the God who's making my heart to pump, my blood to flow, my cells to act right, right? That God, that God is the God that gives me inspiration. And so I can trust because I see the trees. I see the world being held together. If I can trust the trees, if I can trust the ground that I walk on, then I can trust God, right? Like I can trust the visions God has given me. And I can trust that God can see things in myself that I cannot see in myself right now. Maybe I can't see it, but God can. And God has perfect vision, God is not blind to things that I'm ashamed of. You know, because we even think the things that we should be ashamed of, we should be ashamed of when really they're the things that we should own because in there is freedom and freedom for other people. 
Who's to say that God can't use you and your shame? Who's to say that you should be ashamed of it? Who's to say that you should be embarrassed by it? It's humans. Humans. And we're allowing humans to stop us from planting the seeds that will create the harvest that everybody will be able to sup from because of our own impaired logic. We're people who are drunk on envy, on greed, on insecurity, on all these different things, right? On people pleasing, like, and we think that our vision is perfect, that our ways are perfect. No, our ways low-key be in the way. The inspiration you have is the energy you need to get started. And then when you get started, when you get the ball rolling, a lot of, a lot of, God is so kind in that God doesn't overwhelm us with the long to-do list. God wants us to live one step at a time, one commitment at a time, one imperfect action at a time. And the beautiful thing about God is that God don't need our perfection. God don't need our understanding. God don't need our, God don't need our, God don't need our brilliance like we are brilliant but God is even more brilliant so in anything that we can do God can do better right anything that we can do imperfectly God can take that imperfect thing and make it beautiful easy that's what I'm talking about easy God is easy God is simple God's ways are simple look at nature God's ways are simple it is man it is human it is our own logic that complicates everything there's a quote um, that I get on, my, on the tea that I drink and I keep bringing it up because it, it resonates. Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Humans hurry. Man creates hurry. Man creates rush. Man creates time constraints. Man creates limitations. In all our wisdom, we're so smart, right? But we create the limitations. We be the problem, not God, not nature, not time, nothing. We're the problem. Right. And so if I understand that, then I know that if God's ways are not mine, then God don't care nothing about what I don't have access to or what I think I don't know or what I think I don't have access to, because God is not limited to my perceived limitations. What are limitations to God? What are my limitations to God? I am a conduit. I am a vessel through which God speaks, God creates and all this other stuff. Right. Like, yes. There's free will in there. Yes. Like there's co-creation happening with the creator. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be able to do any of this without God. Right. And so if I know that, if I know that to be true, if I trust God, then I can trust God's gentle nudgings or that fire that feel that fills me with inspiration. Right. I can trust that and use that fire as fuel to take imperfect action today. So I ask you, what action can you take today? based on your inspiration, what are you inspired to do? If you did it the easy way, the imperfect way, the messy way, the uncomplicated way, the easy way, right? If you did things the way that looks messy and not put together, uh, not polished, what would that look like? The messy first draft. And could you be open to God leading you step by step instead of you having the whole action plan figured out? Because truth be told, even sometimes with our action plans, though it is understandable and it is wise in some cases to try to put together a plan our plans don't even be planning anyway <laughs> half the stuff I plan don't even happen the way that I want it to happen when I want it to happen right half the things that I desire 
Like I'd be like, I'm going to get it this way. And God brings it in another way. Right. So I think for me on some level, I'm okay with not having a plan. I'm okay with just having an action step to take today because everything don't need a plan. I, I'm sorry. Everything don't need a plan. I really believe that sometimes our plans are just uh, procrastination. It's, it's a way to nobly procrastinate when you have action steps to take today. You don't need to plan anything. Take that first step. Take that first step and be amazed at what unfolds from your messy action. God does not need your perfection. God does not need your perfection to do the thing perfectly. That's the beautiful thing. That's that's the thing that we can rest in. We can rest in that, yes, this will be imperfect and it's perfect. Yes, this will be messy and it's perfect. This will be all over the place and it's beautiful. This may not make sense right now, but it will. There's so many, I really believe there are so many holes in society. There are so many things. There are so many people not being served because of our own understanding of what we're capable of. And we don't even know what we're capable of. We have no knowledge of what we can do. The inspiration is the energy to get started. Don't complicate it because then you're overwhelmed. Don't spend so much time planning and and dreaming and all this other stuff and take no action because that's wasted energy. That could have been energy you could have used to take a step, to reach out to the person, to whatever whatever the first step you have access to is. Again, like the idea of building a kitchen or a restaurant. Can you cook? (laughs) Play with the spices you already have in your cabinet. Play, have fun. Don't complicate it and overwhelm it and destroy it with harsh hands and critical thinking and critical not even critical thinking but criticism don't ruin it with criticism like well I, i would do that but i don't have you're doubling down on lack you're focusing on what you lack focus on what you have an abundance of i don't have a lot of money but you know what i have an abundance of time (laughs) i ain't got money but i got time and so i'm going to use my time the best way that i can i might not have the picture perfect stuff And because I don't have the money, stuff may take extra time, but that's what I'm wealthy in right now. Time, energy, health. That's my, that's the privilege I have. I have time. I don't have a lot of coin and and we use money and I understand why, but we use money to be like, I can't do this because I don't have this much money, X, Y, and Z, but you got something. You can finagle something. That's the beauty of creativity. You don't, honestly, the most creative stuff starts with lack. Starts with, and I won't say lack in terms of like lacking food and shelter, but I mean starts with limitations, air quotes, limitations, perceived limitations. That's when our creativity flourishes, right? And so we're we're like, yeah, I'm creative, but you know, I don't have all the stuff to, so I can do the thing. Yes, you do. Stop making those excuses. You have everything you need right now, everything. And I'm saying this very passionately because I'm saying it to myself. I need it to sink in. You have everything. I, Alicia. Renice, have everything I need to do the thing today. I have everything I need to execute on the ideas I have on that long list. I have the time, I have the energy, the inspiration, and I have resources that I can check into and use to carry out the thing messily and perfectly. Because that's the thing. God ain't never give you no idea and say, do this thing and do it perfectly. Don't have no errors, no mistakes, no everything. God never says that. 
God knows our limitations. God's, God knows we don't know stuff. <laughs> you think that's a surprise to God? No, God knows. And we can step forward with what we know, what we already have. You are already qualified. If you have the idea, you are qualified. Do the thing. Especially if it's beneficial to other people too. Like most people don't care that you're not perfect. They know you're not perfect. Most people don't care that you don't have the certification. You don't have this degree. Blah. They care about how you make them feel. They care about you serving them. People are very forgiving when you're there with a servant's heart. When you're there in, in for the correct reasons, people are very forgiving. But also, people are not the ones expecting this from you either. There are some people who are very critical, very hard, very like, you know, rigid. But those ain't your people. Those usually not your people. Don't spend time trying to convince people about why you're legitimately like, why you're legit. Because it's going to tear you down, I promise. Because you're going to start, am I legitimate? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't do this. I don't know. This person, maybe I do suck. Don't do that. Don't get sucked in. Use that energy and focus it. Don't Google, don't use that energy and focus it on what you think it should look like. God gave the vision to you because you do something genuinely different than everybody else. Not because you're trying to be different, but because you are different. We're all different. And so when you look to other people, you could see how they do their thing and say like, oh, dang, well, they do it like this. I don't have that, so I can't do it. No, take the energy, take that inspiration, excuse me, use it as fuel and execute with what you have and what you want it to look like, what you think it should look like. And be open to God leading you to pivot or move or build on or put down even. Because some inspiration is only for a time. We think like it has to be this big plan. We got to be committed to it for forever. When God is like, I just want you to take the first step and then put it down. Maybe later on, like that you served your purpose and we're moving on to something else. Right? But no, like you haven't even taken action. Like, and also understand it's okay to quit things. Everything is not for forever. Some things are just for a season. Some ideas are just for a season and that's okay. And I'm not saying that that to say that you miss your season. I'm saying that some things don't last a year. Some things last a week. And that's not a failure. If if you're doing what God told you to do, it's obedience. And the thing about God, God blesses obedience. God blesses obedience. God blesses obedience. But disobedience comes at a cost. And that cost could be you feeling overwhelmed, weighed down, you feeling like, you have a long list of things you've never tried, never done, and you're using that list as reasons why you can't do the new thing you're inspired to do. It feels weighty. It feels like a burden, right? Because stuff is supposed to flow. It's like having a bag full of ideas that you're supposed to be passing out. But when you don't pass it out, what happens? The bag gets weighed down. It gets weighed down and becomes a burden. And that's why you feel heavy. Not because you're a failure, but because you have ideas and things that you were supposed to execute on that you did not. And the thing about God is, I know people like to look at God as like this, I mean, some people, like overpowering person, like looking down on you and saying, you know, worship me or burn or whatever. God is kinder than that. God is God is kind. And God wants us to be obedient so that we're not weighed down. So we don't feel overwhelmed. So we don't feel like failures because we're not. God never called us failures. God makes it easy. God is saying with what you have right now, you can do amazing things with. If you just if you just follow through and be obedient to what spirit is leading you to do. It's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple, but we complicate everything. And sometimes, sometimes that inspiration is to lay down, to rest, to sleep, to hang out with your friends, to walk in the woods. And we think that because it's not being productive, it don't count. But we're missing all the gems. 
all the gems by being disobedient. We're missing out on fun and pleasure and connection and community and support and wealth by being disobedient. Everything, please don't let capitalism and productivity have you in a chokehold. Sometimes being obedient is not doing anything at all. Sometimes it's being quiet or going for a walk. But you got to listen. You got to be able to hear your soul, hear your spirit to be able to determine what step you should take next. That requires quiet and trust. It takes trust. It takes trust to trust God. I know that sounds crazy, but it does. Like it takes trust to go along with what God is telling you to do. It's hard. It's scary. You don't know what's going to happen. I get it. Me, same, same. But you know what? Like following through with what God has given me to do has only has only resulted in beautiful things. Beautiful things. Even if those things don't turn out the way that I think they should turn out, it's still beautiful. It's still beautiful. Because a lot of times the reason why things don't turn out the way that I think they should turn out is because God is trying to save me from my own destruction, my own demise. Like God gives me a simple idea. No, I got to make it, you know, lush and, you know, luxurious and complicated. And God's like, you don't have the energy. You don't have the temperament for that. That's not how who I created you to be. So I'm going to make it simple. Less people are going to join, right? More intimate conversations. That's how things play out. And even though I could, that's a failure because I don't have a hundred people that sign up for whatever, I'm best with my 20 people. You feel me? Like, and people could say that's a failure. I think that's a win. God is protecting me from exhaustion and burnout and overdoing it and overcomplicated stuff, complicating stuff, stuff that I do constantly. God is protecting me even in that. I hope what I'm saying is coming across how I mean it because I really want you to understand what God revealed to me. That inspiration you feel in that moment, move. Don't wait, move. Move on that inspiration. Don't wait for new ideas, for the follow-up, for the step after the next step. All you need is the first step or the next step. That's all you need. And maybe you need to, and so like you're, you do the first step and like, now what? Maybe you need to keep doing the first step over and over again until God gives you more instruction, until more inspiration comes. Stop trying to force stuff to happen. Stop trying to force inspiration. That's not how inspiration works. Inspiration sometimes comes in the quiet moments of you minding your business, taking a shower, taking a walk, washing the dishes, just living life. Trust that if you live life and live life fully in every moment and be present in every moment, God is speaking. God is giving you inspiration, but you got to be open to hear it. And I pray that you follow through on the inspiration. That energy that you need is in the inspiration, is in the inspired moments. That's why I, low key, I, this is for myself because I had that re- revelation and I wrote down ideas because I wanted to sit with it for a minute, but I think I should have recorded myself when that came because now I feel like I'm struggling to find that same passion that I had and portray it in this video or this podcast, right? But it would have been easier. That's how we make our lives easier, moving on what we have. It would have been easier to move in that passion and that inspiration because the energy was already there as opposed to now Now later on, I'm trying to muster up the inspiration and the energy to get going when it was there five days ago. But I sat on it, right? Like the same thing for you, I imagine. When you feel that inspiration, put down everything. I mean, if you can, 
you know, so that no one's being hurt. <laughs> but like, put down and move. Move with what you have right now. Don't wait until you get more. Don't wait until you get the perfect thing, the perfect notebook, the perfect whatever. No, just move. Just move. If God is giving you something to say, just press record or go live. What like be okay with it being imperfect and being in process. Because God uses that too. God don't need your perfection. God, and, and what, what I also find be beautiful and brilliant is that even when I only have a piece, right? When I start talking that thing through, say I'll like start a video talking about an idea, God speaks again. And more stuff is added to that message, right? But had I just wait and sat around, I'm like, oh, try to force it, it wouldn't have happened. God wants, God flows when we relax and when we release. And when we rest, because it takes trust to rest. The inspiration comes from rest. Then we're given energy to take action on the inspiration. And then we rest again and wait for the next rest. That's how simple and easy God is. We'd be overcomplicating everything and then be blaming God that we're overwhelmed and tired and frustrated when that's not what God wants you to do anyway. God wants us to live every day with God, right? God wants us to live every day depending on God. That's the relationship. And that's how things get done. That's how things get done in a way that is easy, right? In a way that doesn't require hustle and grinding. In a way that doesn't require you robbing energy from yourself or energy from your family or your spouse or your children. Or God wants us to be simple, to be Give me the words, God. God wants us to live a simple life. We are we are being burned out. I feel so pat, like so emotional right now. We feel so tired because this world has taught us that we have to overdo it, that we have to overwork. And because we're tired, we can't hear God. Because we're tired, we're exhausted and we can't move with what we have. Because we're tired, we feel like what we have is not enough. Right? Like, because of our own indoctrination and be, us being indoctrinated by other people, that our work is tied to our worth. All of that spoils the life that God wants us to live. A simple, easy, lovely life. But we complicate it. Our ego complicates it. Our, our insecurities complicate it. We want to feel like we are somebody, even though we already are. So we make, we, we take on hard situations and hard projects so that we prove to ourselves and other people that we are worth something, that we are important. But if we sat with the truth that we are important, that we are worthy, that we are beautiful, I could opt in for an easy life because I have nothing to prove to anybody. I have nothing to prove to anybody. And I deserve easy things, yes. I deserve easy projects, yes. I deserve to do things that bring me joy, yes. Follow the joy. Follow the joy in your life. I like That's where inspiration is, is it not? When you're inspired, you feel, you feel joy. One of the feelings you feel is joy. But we act like joy is dessert. Joy is not dessert. Joy is the way. What? When people are like, what, what should I do with my life? Like, what should be my mission? What brings you joy? And not, and not in a way that is detrimental to other people or yourself. What brings you joy? Joy does not require the suffering of other people. It doesn't require your own suffering nor the suffering of other people. 
So if your joy requires making people feel small, that's not joy. If your joy requires, you know, not paying people enough, that's not joy, <laughs> right? And it's not coming from a place of joy. Joy gives life to the person, but also to every person that person touches. Joy gives life to creation. Joy gives life to the environment. That's joy. So when we are, you're sitting and asking yourself, what is my life's mission, right? What is my purpose? And also, like, I feel like that's such a big question. And we're, we're trying to boil ourselves down to, like, this one thing. When we are many things, and I feel like my purpose, yes, is to honor God, to love God with all my heart, all my body, all my soul, all my mind, to love myself and to love other people, right? But, like, your everyday thing, what should I do today? What brings you joy? What makes you happy? What brings you joy for real? So, yes. T TLDR, use your inspiration as the energy you need to get started with what you have today. Because I promise what you have today is enough. The lie that you need more or you need to know more people or you need more money, is that a lie? It's a lie. And it is something the ego does, right? Something the mind does to make stuff more complicated, right? But no, easy is okay. Simple is okay. Like, God is easy and light. Don't make your life hard and complicated for no reason. Who are you trying to prove something to? And the people, you'll be surprised with what imperfect stuff you do, how many people are touched, how many people get what they need. Get out of your own way. Everything is not riding on you. Everything is not riding on your ability. Everything is not riding on your own wisdom or your own knowledge or your own experiences. Everything is not on you. And that's the beautiful thing of partnering and co-creating with God is that God steps in and fills the holes where I have them because I know I'm not perfect. That's, we talk about this in imposter syndrome. I know I'm not perfect. So why am, I, why am I feeling like if I'm not perfect, I can't do a thing? I'm human, baby. I'm human, okay? I am flawed. I will disappoint you. I will let you down. I will let myself down. I will not follow through with stuff. Like I am human, but God steps in where I cannot. And that's the thing. I have to humble myself enough to be okay with not being perfect. Does that make sense? I hope I said, what I said makes sense. I'm gonna come back and probably give more, th more thoughts because I have more thoughts, but I just wanna get this idea across. The inspiration you have today is all you need to get started. Discipline is a different conversation. We'll get to that later, but get started. The problem is we, we, we don't get started enough. We're not starting enough we're, because we feel like we have to be perfect. We're not starting in our imperfections. And I promise you, your imperfections, low key can be the thing, the secret sauce. The thing you think is a limitation, we talk about this in the garden too. The thing about limitations is that we see them as limitations, but really they can be a gift. Like, like, you know, oh, I can't do this because I only have this, but you should do this because you only have that, right? Like, let me think of an example. In one of my other groups, we talked about starting something. We were getting started and... Somebody was saying that, oh, I can't do my thing because I don't have a lot of experience or I'm not well-traveled or I don't, you know, go to these luxury places, right? And so in that group, the, the, re the thing I said to her was, and we all said to her was, well, that could actually be a beautiful thing because people want approachable travel. All day long, we see travel vlogs and, 
you know, people doing this, doing these luxurious things. And it looks fun to watch like, wow, wonderful. But we look at ourselves in our bank account and be like, girl, I ain't got that. Right. <laughs> How do I travel like that? People want to see stuff that they can relate to. Maybe your limitation or your imperfection actually aids in your gift. Maybe it helps you reach more people because people feel like you're approachable, right? Or people feel like, oh, this person did it so I can do it too, right? I'm talking to a phone right now. I don't have a whole fancy setup and I would hope that somebody would see me and see me on my phone in my jogging and my walking outfits and my headphones and be like, you know what? If Alicia can post a video like that, so can I, right? Your imperfections free other people, your imperfections are not imperfections. They are not limitations. Your perceived limitations can actually be a gift. But we're discounting it. You see how we do? And we think that we're the final authority on everything? No, we're not. No, we're not. Get started. Please, get started. We need you to get started. Please. The future you needs you to get started with what you have right now. You don't need half the stuff you think you need to get started. You don't need another book another video, stop watching videos. You don't need another course. You don't need nothing else to get started with what you have right now. Don't be a hoarder of ideas. Don't be a hoarder of creativity because you say you want abundance, but you're hoarding ideas and waiting for the perfect time to use it, waiting for the perfect occasion. The perfect occasion is right now. Use what you have right now. There's no time but now. We don't know what's gonna happen a second from now. I don't. I have no idea, right? I'm just living but you have what you need now. You don't need another thing. You don't need more ideas. You need to get started with what you have now. Please don't rob us. Don't rob yourself. Don't rob the world. Don't rob God of the gifts that are inside of you because you have determined that you are not enough. Don't do that. Please don't do that. The world suffers because you're not getting started with what you have today. The world suffers because you don't see yourself as worthy enough to do the thing. And then when you take messy action, the beautiful thing is now you have, now you have a resume. Now you have a hall of fame, so to speak, to be like, you know what? I did that. And I did that. And I did that. You have confidence now. You have a, you have a track record that you can go back to and say, you know what? I did the thing and look where it's gotten me so I can do something else, right? It creates like a, uh, an effect of like, you know, uh, rolling down the hill, like an avalanche, like a, you know, like a ball that rolls down a hill and it catches speed and it catches snow and it picks up snow. And before you know it, it's a huge snowball. But to get started with that first snowball is hard. Isn't it? it looks small. It's like, oh, well, this doesn't mean anything. But when you keep going and you keep rolling, it catches speed. It becomes powerful. It starts knocking down other stuff. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with your stuff. Be okay with humble beginnings. Do not despise humble beginnings. And there's also like a scripture that basically says like, in, like God is pleased in the small beginnings. I'm gonna find it. But either way, like God is, I feel like God celebrates small beginnings. God is like, yes, she did the thing. Now we can co-create and do the thing together. But we're like, oh, all I have is this. I don't, I don't know, God, I can't be, yes, you can. This is enough. This is enough. You are a human. You got a human brain. You can put together ideas that never existed before with what you have right now. You were created to create. And creativity is not necessarily just about art, even though I think all creativity is art, right? But creativity is also about ingenuity. It's also about problem solving, right? 
You are a creative individual, a creative being. You have everything you need. I don't want to hear it. I'm talking to myself. I don't want to hear it. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to feel like to feel like what you have is small. But I promise you, God is with you. And God is big. So you ain't got to be. <laughs> you, it's not on you. It's not on you. So I'll wrap it up here. But go. Go with what you have. Stop talking about it. Stop writing it down. Stop, like, keep writing the ideas as they come. But take mess, messy action. And sometimes you'll see like, oh, maybe this idea, this idea seems disjointed from this other one. But God will do it in a way where they come together. And some, at some point, they will converge, right? Like, God is, God is God. God is amazing. And God wants you to take inspired action with what you have already. Okay. I'm going to get off now because I can keep going. But I love you. And I want to see you win. I want to see the world be impacted by you. I want to see the world flourish because you decided to take messy action and do the thing scared, do the thing imperfect. Because that's all that was ever required. All that was ever required was you in all your forms. So get started with what you have. And as you go along, God will give you the next step when it's time. When it is time, God will give you the next step, the next instructions. But not a time before that because God is kind. And God doesn't want us to be overwhelmed or burned out. Right? Like, get everything you can out of this moment. You got this. You got this. I love you and I will talk to you on the next video.